0: You're listening to Irish Radio, Candidate Home and Abroad. And fortunately, as we are heading towards that time of the year when you're planning your spring, summer, autumn, winter vacation, travel is something that's back on the agenda. And it's something that we've had to take off the agenda for a lot of us. Some managed to get some travel in. Most people did not. But the, the world is opening up again. And Ireland is opening up And uh, Sandra Moffat is here with me, Sandra is looks after uh, Tourism Ireland in the Toronto office and uh, she recently, relatively recently, had the pleasure of spending some time in Ireland so was on the ground and is able to give us an on the ground perspective of where things are and where things are going. Uh, Sandra, thanks a million for taking the time and um, what's happening?
1: Yeah, so it's it's great to be back and it's great to be talking about travel now that things are finally looking a little bit more normal, as normal as they can be after everything that's happened over the last couple of years. Um, Ireland's open now, so as of January 31st, as I'm sure many of you are aware, um, Ireland's restrictions, nearly all of them, have been lifted. Um, It's been a rough ride um, for a lot of our travel partners over the last while, Um, same as many businesses I know, and there's been a massive stress, I think, on the travel and the hospitality area in particular, Um, so it was a really welcome update. Um, Minister Michal Martin, um, who is Ireland's Taoiseach, or Prime Minister, as we know, um, said in the media last week, and this really resonated with me, spring is coming, we need to see each other again, we need each other to smile, and we need to sing again. Um, and I think no truer words have been spoken, right? I think we need to all start getting back out there and getting back to things being a little bit more normal.
0: So what are you going to sing for us today?
1: Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, if you want the word <laughs> listenership to fall off the face of a cliff, that would be one way to do it. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Oh, thought you were going to take his advice, literally. <laughs> so the big question, big question always is, you know, when it comes to travel arrangements, it's the responsibility of the traveller to fully understand the requirements of the country that they're going to. So for a traveller at the moment, and we are talking at the beginning of February, first week of February, what are the requirements if I wish to travel to Ireland? At the moment. So if
1: you want to travel, the usual requirements still remain for international travel, and that is your proof of vaccination, double Vax, or proof of recovery. Um, and you um, will also need to fill out a passenger locator form. So it's a really simple form you can do any time between 72 hours of getting on your flight to Ireland or before you arrive. Um, it just asks very, very basic top-level information. That's the extent of it at the moment. Um, so really it is quite open. Obviously, on your return back to Canada, that's where there are still some restrictions in place and you do need to get your PCR test. Um, But that's very easily booked in Ireland. There's lots of providers that you can get a quick and easy test um, before you travel back.
0: When I land in Ireland, am I under any obligations other than to advise where I will be? Do I have to quarantine? Do I have to isolate? Do I have to do anything like that?
1: You do not have to test, you do not have to quarantine, you don't have to isolate. So all you have to do is tell the government via this passenger locator form, it's digital, really easy, um, what your first place of stay is. Just if there is any close contact, any issues there, that you'll be able to be contactable while you're in Ireland during your stay. But otherwise, absolutely no restrictions. You're free to go and enjoy your trip um, as freely as possible.
0: If I were to travel at the moment, and the big fear That anybody might have is i'm going to go for two or three weeks and i'm starting to feel a little bit ill after five or six days what are what should i be doing if i'm a visitor in ireland
1: i think always be cautious right you know masks are still in place in ireland same as they are here in ontario you do have to wear a mask when you're in public spaces so if you're not feeling well same as you would do here please wear a mask you know distance yourself from people as much as possible. Just use common sense. That's all I could really say to people. Also in Ireland, antigen tests are way more freely available than they are here. And so if you are unsure, pop into your local pharmacy your Tesco and whatever local store and get yourself an antigen test just to be safe.
0: And I guess you would urge any traveler to make sure they have adequate health insurance.
1: Absolutely. It is the responsibility, as you said, Austin, to make sure that you are covered, right? to make sure that you know the requirements. It changes frequently um, and to make sure that you do have adequate health insurance. A lot of the providers are providing some COVID coverage once you are fully vaccinated.
0: Given that we're in such a fluid situation and I agree things are a lot more stable than they were, Um Would you advise somebody who is planning on traveling, particularly, let's say we're looking at April, May or June there out, that it would be a good idea to maybe buy the travel insurance that's been offered in event of cancellation or rescheduling?
1: Absolutely. And I think most of the airlines and the operators that you might be working with, they have really great cancellation and flexible policies in place. They will also recommend you your COVID travel insurance. So go with those recommended providers. They're tried, they're tested, they're trusted. There's a reason that these companies work with these companies. Um, So, yeah, make sure that you have your adequate health insurance, your COVID coverage. It is a separate policy. It's an add on to most travel insurance policies. So just make sure that you have COVID coverage and it is going to be a small extra charge. But, you know, it's going to be a lot better than having to fork out a few nights hotel while you're stuck in Ireland if you do test positive and before you arrive. As we know, you do, as I said earlier, have to have that PCR test coming back into the country. So just make sure that you're covered off for anything there. And do book through direct through the partners or book direct with your airline if you can, because that's where you're going to ensure that you are covered with the cancellation and flexibility policy.
0: And then when it would come to accommodation, uh, would you have recommendations on the similar lines when it would come to accommodations that to make sure check your flexibility, all those kind of things?
1: Yeah, and the providers, the hospitality industry, you know, they're so aware of the environment that we're in right now. They have been amazing and so, so flexible. So there are really great cancellation and flexibility policies there. The concern is then if you book through third parties, and I'm not talking about travel agents or anything like that, but if you book through an, like, an online provider, for example, you might end up in a situation there where you're not covered. So book where you can direct at the moment would be my advice.
0: And uh, as things gradually come back to normal at the moment as I understand it Aer Lingus are back into Toronto uh, Air, Air Canada I think are also now flying direct how are things looking uh, in the near future as regards access t- from Canada to Ireland
1: you know what us uh, access has never been better it's really exciting we have Aer Lingus is back and um, Air Canada is back direct Toronto to Dublin we also have Transat coming back direct from Dublin to Toronto in April. And then in May, we have a new route from Toronto with WestJet. We'll also have access from Halifax, from Calgary. And then in the summer as well, Air Canada will launch their Vancouver to Dublin route as well.
0: Uh, I'm curious, the, uh, the West, you said WestJet, Toronto, Dublin. Uh, last time WestJet were going, did you stop off in St. John's? Did they intend stopping off or is it planned to be direct somewhere? It's direct fantastic fantastic because that does take a lot of time off it it makes it so easy um i always find you get into dublin as usually an early hour in the morning and i used to be down in athlone for breakfast with my mother when she was live by eight o'clock in the morning and it was <laughs> you didn't miss a day at all
1: it's great it's making the most of your time i landed um with air lingus at five thirty in the morning in november got straight in the car and i made a sunrise at Newgrange um on the same day
0: Wow, that was doing something, yeah, yeah, so uh where should people be looking for what's going on and where are where would you direct people on the web to if they want to plan a vacation, if they want to plan sites if the big question you get and the big question I get. What would you recommend in ireland and my answer to that is i can't recommend anything because we're all individuals and we all have individual tastes so where would you maybe suggest that somebody might go to start researching some of their individual taste
1: so our website is ireland.com that's a hub of itinerary ideas and we also have amazing travel deals at the moment and we haven't traveled in a while and most of us have been um, kind of stuck in situ So we know that people are looking for deals, people are looking for value. So on our website, we have amazing offers from our partners. It's part of our green button campaign. The idea being press the green button, press the green button to go. Green being synonymous with Ireland, also the word go. Um, So great deals on the website, ireland.com. That should give you some inspiration as to where to go and find some value. But also they do have great itinerary recommendations. You can put in what your interests are. So if you're a really foodie person, you want to do some food and drink tours. There's options for that. If you're an outdoorsy person, lots of itinerary ideas for that. And um, arts, culture, ancient history, everything that Ireland's known for, we have lots of recommendations. And one thing I would love to point out is for something new. And um, for any Game of Thrones fans, we do have the brand new HBO approved studio tour for Game of Thrones. It's just come to Banbridge, and um, just about 30 minutes as a Belfast. And um, so it's brand new, and it's opening this week on February 4th. So Any TV lovers, any Game of Thrones fans, I definitely recommend that. Put that top of the list.
0: You just mentioned Game of Thrones and I'm going to throw a question at you because it would be a concern when you fly into Dublin and if you rent a car, I I know they ask, do you intend travelling to the north? And I know it has insurance implications. Uh, Just again, I would caution on some of these things that you can find yourself surprised if you haven't done your research.
1: Exactly, and when we're talking about doing your research, the website again, ireland.com, is a great place to go to check out the latest. We have all the links there to the government sites for both Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. So just make sure you check in advance a few days before you travel and make sure that you're up to date with everything.
0: Sandra, great catching up, would you? Uh, you're probably like me, kind of looking at the calendar saying, well, when and when, and when does that work? No, that week doesn't work, so <laughs> 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 but, but, We're going to have to make it work somewhere along the line.
1: That's it. Well, I'm counting down to my next trip to Ireland, so hopefully I'm going in March uh, just for St. Patrick's Day, so looking forward to that.
0: Fantastic. Sandra, it's been great catching up with you.
1: You too.